Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. My name is Eric e. I'm your host, and I endeavor to be your marketing coach or to help you in any kind of marketing issues or questions that you may have. I'm here for you. And that is what the show is all about, is taking questions from you, the audience, whatever questions they may be, and I do my very best to answer them. And that's what we're going to do in this week's episode. We have an email from someone anonymously writing in under the name Stuck. And I think, unless you've been truly blessed, everyone listening will be able to empathize with Stuck situation. I'm sure we've all been in work situations, maybe a job, maybe under a certain boss, maybe it's just a couple weeks, maybe it's a few months, maybe it's a few years, where you do feel stuck. You do feel that you're not valued or that you don't know what direction you're going in. Are you going up? Are you going down? Or are you just treading water and you will be treading water for the rest of your time in that position? It can be a tough spot, not knowing what your future holds. You may think you are on one trajectory and it can all of a sudden change. So let's get a Stuck's question right after this. Stuck writes, Hey Eric, over the years, there have been many ups and downs in my career, with good times and not so good times. Whenever I think about leaving my current position, things usually turn around and those thoughts go away but they inevitably return at some point. For the last several years, I led a team in the marketing department of a major U.S. music label. Over the last year or so, my new boss started. It has been mostly not-so-good times, with him throwing his weight around and changing a lot about how we do things. Since you've been in the marketing and corporate game for a while, I'm wondering, when is the right time to leave and look at other companies? I love the company I'm at, and the team I work with, but I'm starting to be disenfranchised with the work and the direction the new boss is taking us on. Kind regards, Stuck. Well, Stuck, I have a general rule of thumb that I picked up somewhere. I'm not sure where it was. It's definitely not my rule. I stole it from someone else. But that rule is, generally, when you start asking that question of when is the right time to leave, it is, at the very least, time to start looking. Now, I think the rule I heard was, if you're starting to think about leaving, it is time to leave. But I will tone that down a little bit in the fact of sometimes, you know, just have a bad day or a bad week or it's a bad meeting or something. It's at least time to start looking and evaluating what else is out there. What's the market rate? What are you worth in the market? What other opportunities are out there? And who else would die to have you on their team? So that's what I suggest you do. You don't have to leave tomorrow and put in your notice and then go look for another job. There's no harm in just beginning to see what is out there. You're making no commitments to leave yet. You're just taking a look and seeing what else is out there. And perhaps positioning yourself for a smooth exit. We spend so much of our time at work, like in our lives, that we shouldn't be overstressed or miserable during those times. They make up a huge bulk of our time on this planet as living human beings in our life. And oh, everyone talks about work-life balance, but really it should be life balance. If one aspect of your life is off, like say, where you spend eight hours every day, five days a week, it's going to throw out the rest of your stuff. You're going to be more stressed, you're going to go home and take it out on kids, your wife, or just spill over into other things. It's about life balance. So if one area of your life, your work life in this instance, is bad, it's tough to stay in there. It's really hard to make that argument. You know, unless there's some financial or health reasons that you have to stick it out. 
it's at least worth looking elsewhere and seeing what else you can get. So before we get into maybe setting yourself up to get out of there, how does your boss's long-term position look there? Sounds like you don't like him. Are you the only one that doesn't like him? Not that you have to ask or know, but do you know how your coworkers like him? His coworkers? His superiors? How? Look on his LinkedIn page. How often does he move jobs? Is it worth waiting it out? Can you potentially take his job when he leaves and there's no other way to work with him? If you've been working with him for a year and a half and you go on LinkedIn and it looks like he hops jobs every two to two and a half years, it might be worth just waiting it out and you'll be rid of him and you can stick at the company that you like. So try to look around and take all those things into consideration. Get as many data points as you can before you make this move to give yourself options. Now I know, I don't know about your company, but uh, is it possible to make a lateral move to another department not under his purview? Now one thing I look for in every situation, and it can be very difficult, believe me, to do this, but even in situations that you don't like or you find it frustrating, what can you learn? What can you learn that you can incorporate into your own approaches and to grow your own skills? Now, I know you don't like your boss, but can you learn anything from him or even learn what not to do? Two big distinctions. Maybe you don't like your boss for certain reasons, but maybe he has some good traits or at least some good skills and areas that you can learn from. Does he run a fantastic meeting? Is he great at saying no, gracefully? Or is he just a blowhard who treats his team terribly and whoever talks to him last, that's how he changes his mind and goes with that direction? That's great things to learn what not to do and to maybe catch red flags and warning signs earlier with your next boss or with your coworkers in your next career. So maybe even look at it as a learning opportunity. I know it sucks right now. You don't like what's going on, but reframe it in your head as a learning opportunity. What can you learn from him? And maybe more importantly, learn what not to do. It's not gonna change the reality of the situation, but reframing it in your mind like that may help. That's what I did in the past with a terrible work situation I had. I tried to reframe it as, hey, I've never had this experience before. What can I learn from this? How can I better myself through this experience? And you know what? It did make a difference. Now, I won't lie. I had to remind myself of that desire to learn several, multiple dozens of times, maybe every day in certain meetings and situations, but it helped get me through it. It helped keep me on the right course. So I would suggest trying it as well. So try to see what you can get out of your current position while you're still there. So while you're during work hours, do all those things, make the most of it, Try to grow from it however you can. However, at the same time, start looking now. Get a feel of the job market and see if it's worth jumping ship. See what the economy's like, see how people are paying, and see whether or not it's better to stick it out or actually jump ship. How many jobs are being posted every week in your area? How many jobs could you realistically get, etc., etc. And go to some job interviews. Apply to some jobs. Even if you aren't ready, to commit and leave your company just yet, because it's a huge decision, for sure, it'll completely alter the course of your life. It's great to build those muscles and test the water. Applying the jobs, tweaking your resume, structuring your cover letters, that's an art, and it can be a slog. So it's maybe a great idea to start practicing those skills now. Get used to applying, get used to the automated resume intake forms, get used to all the different things about applying the jobs, and your own processes that you have for applying the jobs, and how you tweak your jobs and tailor them for different applications, all that stuff. And if you get some interviews, fantastic. Like I said, you're not committing. 
Even if they give you an offer, you don't have to take it if you're not ready. But it is always great to go to interviews just to build that muscle. Get comfortable in those rooms interviewing, being put on the hot seat, taking those questions and being grilled. It can be stressful, but it's a great skill to develop. So all this is kind of set yourself up for a smooth exit. You know, it's giving yourself time to work on your resume, update your LinkedIn profile, start building on skills, brainstorming the skills you need, and building up your references and your letter of recommendations. Now, do it slyly, maybe not so much internally with your current company, but start building up these things so that you have it all ready to go when you're leaving, as opposed to you quitting in a rage one day, having nothing, having to start from zero. And this sucks. It's a bad situation. You love the company. You love your coworkers. You just have a bad boss. However, a bad boss can make or break your happiness and productivity of your team and can potentially change the trajectory of your career. If you have a boss who doesn't believe in you and who isn't building you up and giving you those opportunities, it's going to hold you back from growth and different aspects you could take on and potentially grow in your career. So by all means, you love everything else, but a bad boss could hold you back from making that leap to that next job or that next income bracket in the long run. So don't be afraid to pull the bandit off if you really feel that's what you have to do. Another thing I would do is on LinkedIn, put your status to casually looking. This way, while you are hitting the job boards hard and looking at other potential opportunities, this way recruiters can find you, reach out to you, and offer you opportunities and different things that might catch your interest. And one thing you should always do, and hopefully you have a great network, is always rely on your network. Reach out to people in your network outside of your company Try to get a better picture of the job market and other companies. Learn what's out there. So, like I said, you want to get data points. You want to learn as much as you can, as fast as you can. So, Stuck, thank you so much for running in. I hope I've helped. And like I said, if you start thinking about making that jump, it's at the very least worth looking at what else is out there and lining your dominoes up to make that jump. Whether you make it or not, that's up to you in the end, but at least you have all your ducks in a row if you need to do it. And for everyone else out there listening, even if you're not looking to leave your job anytime soon, or maybe you own a business and you want your employees to leave, or you don't want to leave, whenever you're making a big decision, I feel it's best not to go directly with your gut and make impulsive decisions. And sometimes you can't help it, sometimes you have to. But I always try to find as many different data sets or data points as I can to help inform that decision. For instance, you wanna leave your job? What's the economy like? Are we going into a recession? How many employers are hiring for your kind of job in your area? What are other companies paying for those positions? What's the competition look like? These are all things that if you've been in a job for a long time, you probably don't know. You're not paying attention to those things. So if you're thinking about leaving sometime down the road, start building up those data points now. Get all your ducks in a row, your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your letters of recommendation, all your references. Get all of those things in a row. Collect your data points to have a really good idea of whether or not it's going to be profitable for you in the long run, either monetary-wise, personal growth-wise, or happiness-wise, to make that jump. So get your data don't just rely on gut feelings and anecdotal evidence. Get as many data points as you can to help inform your decision. 
always good practice across any kind of decision making that you're doing in your business. So Stuck, thank you again for writing in. And for everyone else that's out there listening, the email is eric at marketingsos.ca. Send me your questions, business related questions, marketing questions, whatever it is, send them my way. I'll either answer you in an email or I'll answer you here on the show. And with that, thank you all so much for listening. Again, I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you again soon.